0: Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in
1: relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. And I know I say this every week, <laughs> but I honestly don't know if I've been this excited to talk about a show than I am today. Because this is our episode on Netflix's, Netflix's original Um reality show selling sunset and jordan and i had both never seen this show but we saw a lot of hype and people talking about it so we binged all three seasons so we could catch up on all the goodness and talk about it so i'm very excited yeah
0: and it's basically been all i've thought about talked about this whole week just with it turns out that everyone i know has been also has also been watching it mhm it's been very fun yeah
1: it took over my mind my soul my emotions <laughs> everything i'm like if you don't want to talk to me about selling sunset please call me back in maybe a month or so <laughs> well i mean obviously i
0: mean we'll get into it but it was really depressing finishing the the third season actually
1: i know i agree but yeah, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. All right, TV news. Um, one thing that came out today is the preview of that Coastal Elite show on HBO, which was filmed with a bunch of people we love and know. I guess we don't know them, but we love them. Feels like we do. And yeah, they're our friends. Um, and it was filmed all distant, socially distantly socially distantly that's a phrase um did you watch that preview i did the trailer i did watch it it was hard for me to really grasp onto anything yeah i
0: feel like i i actually left it more confused than just when i read the announcement mhm um especially because a lot of the people it felt like they were playing themselves in the satire like yes, especially but dan. not with their
1: names yeah
0: like dan dan Levy, and um Issa, it, it was very confusing and um i i i just i don't know how i feel about it and also i feel like a lot of this stuff that like all the subject matter is like not really fun to watch when it's like pr- current events mhm so i'm i'm confused
1: yeah all i know is that bet midler she's in it and she, her performances were looked good yeah like she was the one that shocked me the most I was like most intrigued by what was going on in her story
0: I agree and this is a cast that I wouldn't have guessed that even though I do love Bette Midler but like um yeah she was she was I think the most fun part of the trailer
1: yeah I agree I mean, I said that, but I'm glad you agree. I, I always do, do that, that too. i like,
0: oh, you think that, too? It's almost like I'm talking. There's three of us, but it's really just me responding to what I already said and you. <laughs> so, yeah, and I also agree. <laughs> Another thing that came out today, uh, I forgot it was even happening. Uh, did you watch the trailer for Enola Holmes with Millie Bobby Brown? No. So Millie Bobby Brown... Um, Henry Cavill, Helena Bonham Carter, Sam Claflin are in a Netflix movie based on Sherlock Holmes's little sister, Enola Holmes, and she's like a teen sleuth, um, solving a mystery, and Millie Bobby Brown is playing her, and it comes out in September, and it actually looks really cute, I think, and fun. Oh, that's good. That sounds fun. Yeah, and, um... Like, I forget, I don't, I feel like I forget that Millie Bobby Brown is, like, really cute and fun, mm-hmm. um, because Eleven is such a weird character <laughs> in Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, it looks cute, and I had no idea that, like, I guess it makes sense that Helena Bonham Carter's in it, because now she's in the Netflix fam, but I don't
1: know. True. It's very intriguing. I'm trying to think if I, I think I have heard about that. Yeah, I didn't see any ab- uh, anything about it, so I'll have to go watch it. Yeah. It was.
0: It's a a cute little teaser. Um, it looks very high budget. It's actually kind of surprising that it's not. Um, I think it was always planned to be Netflix,
1: but who knows? But I think it looks good. That Netflix money. They've got money. Yeah, that's true. Okay, have you heard about the HBO Max reality sh- TV dating show? Mm-mm, I don't think so. It's called Single Town. <laughs> Okay, and five couples pause their relationship for like the summer, and they like date other people, but they're all living in the same like um, apartment complex. All the couples, the broken up couples, are all moving into the same place. Yes, and then they all like are dating each other, from my understanding. They should call that um, like toxic. <laughs> uh I don't know. That is a bad idea. And then like at the end of every, like at the end they like decide do I want to stay single or do I want to stay with my partner? Oh. Um do you remember when we were kids there was that
0: reality show called Temptation Island? Yeah. I feel like isn't this kind of like that? I mean, I was not allowed to watch that. <laughs> but I feel like that was the premise. You're probably right. And then yeah. that they like Cause I think it was, it's like married couples go, well, I don't, I actually should look, I'm actually now intrigued to know what the actual premise of that show was, but I feel like at the (laughs) end of the show, they then decided like, are we going to work
1: on our relationship or whatever? Yeah. Um, I mean, I will probably watch that, but yeah, it does sound toxic. Well, it's dropping on April 20th. I mean, April, (laughs) August. (laughs) Uh, that's like practice of this week. What? And it's 15 episodes. Oh, my gosh. All 15 dropping at once? Yeah. That's what this article says. Wow.
0: Crazy. I'm excited to see if that picks up steam.
1: Yeah, me too. Because
0: then we'll have to watch it. Mm Mm-hmm. That is crazy. I've literally not heard one word about that. Did you hear about the Clueless reboot they're doing for Peacock? No. They're doing a series... That centers on Dion, um, which is kind of interesting to me because Dion from Clueless is obviously iconic, but Stacey Dash, who plays her, is, like, very problematic. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, that's interesting. I mean, obviously she's not playing her because it's, like, still set in the 90s and they're in high school and stuff. But apparently it's supposed to be a mystery series because Cher goes missing and Dion has to find her. <laughs> What the heck? And I don't think that sounds very good. I think it <laughs> sounds dumb. Um, she's trying to unravel the mystery of what happened to her best friend, and it's like it's on all of this combined with the fact that it's on Peacock. I'm like, why would you like? Clueless has a legacy, and there also was already a TV show of Clueless. Like, this is a very strange idea to be.
1: Well, why did they have to use the clueless background? Why couldn't they just create a new show? Yeah, you could even set it in the 90s. No yeah. one would care. And it would probably be fun.
0: But yeah, it's like, are you going to try to repeat the other characters? It's just
1: it's just so weird. Why, why, why? Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Very, very, yes. Not,
1: not interesting enough for me to look into it one minute more. <laughs> nah.
0: I want to I'm intrigued by um the casting and then I'll be done being interested in it. I also just don't have energy to devote to Peacock.
1: Me neither. Um okay, Sarah Cooper, she is basically she went viral basically during this quarantine time from her Donald Trump impersonations
0: yeah she's like she's like the best lip-syncer in the game
1: ever she's amazing Mm -hmm. and she is getting a Netflix special which is very exciting and I am very curious to see what it's going to be like apparently it's going to have like interviews and sketches and more okay
0: and it's just like a one episode special right she's not getting like a series yeah I think it's just like a special um Mm -hmm. cool I also feel like this will be really cool for her because I'm sure she doesn't only want to do like Trump impressions her whole life you know so it's like just clearly talented clearly funny um yeah cool I'm excited about that
1: yeah me too and then lastly um have you heard about this? Because I hadn't until A24 posted a, a first look. But Sofia Coppola is uh, directing a movie that is going to be on Apple TV+. plus. What is it? Well, let me tell <laughs> well, you. Well, I can't
0: remember if I if I knew that. Maybe <laughs> I've heard of the movie and didn't. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm on the edge of my so, seat. So... <laughs> <laughs> has Bill Murray and Rashida Jones, and also Jenny Slate. Okay, three for three. And um, the premise is a young mother who reconnects with her larger-than-life playboy father on an adventure through New York. Okay, yeah, no, I've never heard of this. Me neither. But very excited. I mean, I love Sofia Coppola, and and... We haven't actually gotten anything from her for a while. No think beguiled and that feels like it was oh my god, literally centuries ago
0: <laughs> yeah like when it was set
1: <laughs> uh-huh <laughs>
0: wasn't the guy in that colin farrell i can't, honestly, it honestly i think so it was ago. and that feels i think so. very outdated
1: yes yeah i'm not sure exactly when it's supposed to come out wow that sounds
0: very that cool. was the first
1: time i had heard of it so i felt like it was worth mentioning yeah
0: I'm glad you did. I literally didn't hear anything about that. Dang, Apple TV Plus keeps getting the shaft, you know. Yeah. They have good. They have some good stuff or intriguing stuff at the very least, and like no one cares that much.
1: Well, something I think is interesting is that their Instagram account doesn't have any posts. What? Isn't that weird? Yes. <laughs> what are they? They have thinking? zero posts. They're following nine people and it's mostly just like their shows that have their own instagram accounts and then like apple music apple books apple tv oh yikes that's not very smart of them i mean
0: some of the the plat like okay for example hulu and netflix they like make memes out of their shows they mm-hmm. do good work Mm-hmm. wow that makes me kind of bummed out
1: yeah I know. Very weird. Well, that's all I have. And now we get to the even more fun part. Yeah. Now that the, um,
0: that wasn't even boring stuff, but yeah. Now we, we got that <laughs> out of the way. Basically <laughs> like,
1: yeah. What's it called when you like start a meeting with like all the business stuff? Matters oh, like housekeeping? Business? Yeah. Housekeeping. Mm-hmm. That's the term I was looking for. All right selling sunset like i said we just watched all three episodes all three seasons we're fully caught up we're in it Mm -hmm. we're in pretty deep very deep (laughs) like i might be getting a tattoo of selling sunset somewhere on my body just kidding. what would
0: you get like something in that font where only the e is lowercase (laughs)
1: That's exactly what I (laughs) think.
0: Jason, Jason Oppenheim's face (laughs) on your butt.
1: (laughs) Two round half circles to represent their bald heads. (laughs) We'll do our top three, then we'll do a very quick non-sporiulary highlight of just our brief feelings about it which I think you guys already kind of have gotten the gist. Hey, it's actually then, I
0: feel like it's a little it's it's complex.
1: It's complex. It's true. Especially for you.
0: Well, and I feel like just every everything <laughs> how I feel about the characters, it's like there's a
1: lot of mixed emotions everywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um and then we'll talk spoilers. But first, Okay, we're going for our top three. We're going to say our least favorite character or person, our favorite person on the show, and who we would actually want to be our realtor. I will be extremely upset if we don't have the same worst or least favorite.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, we got to get that one out of the way first because it's definitely going to be the same.
1: And if. Th- for anyone out there listening, if Davina is not your least favorite, please talk to me and tell me why, and then I will send you a number to get, check yourself into a hospital. Uh-huh. I don't know something's
0: very wrong. Um, something's you owe us like an a thousand word essay if that is. If you can try and argue why anyone else is uh worse than her, because I just don't understand that.
1: It should be a question for like the presidential debate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's serious stuff. But yeah, Davina is by f- far and away my least favorite character on the show.
1: When I was texting Jordan at one point, she was first telling me how she hated Davina and I texted her back and said Davina is the da devil. <laughs> and I thought it was pretty funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> So now that we got that one out of the way, Jordan, who's your favorite?
0: My favorite on the show is Maya. Um, I think she's hilarious. And um, I like that a lot of times she, her, people don't really understand her humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, she's very funny. I love her. I think she's so funny. Like, usually she has to explain right after. She's like, I'm joking. <laughs> and some <laughs> of it might be because she does have heavy accent but um a lot of it too i think that they just are like what what are you talking about space jam (laughs) (laughs) so yeah she's my favorite
1: i would say she's my second favorite but my number one favorite is heather um i think that she granted this is purely on the show If I was ranking Mm -hmm. them from the things I saw after the show, like on Instagram, I don't know if Heather would still be my number one, (laughs) but on the show, Heather is my number one. I think she is like, she's never really the instigator of any drama. She's never really involved with any of that. She's kind of just always in the middle, like kind of plays both sides a little bit, um, I think she is the most, like, professional and, like, knows, like, where and when it is appropriate to have intense conversations and, like, confront someone about something that did, like, does bother her. Um, Anyway, and I think she is just, like, funny and yeah i don't know i just i liked her
0: um we can get into this more when we finally just talk spoilers and stuff but i did like where she i like where we ended with her in season three especially yeah actually um for a couple of reasons so i'm excited to talk about that
1: so are you hooked
0: (laughs) who me or the The audience oh yeah okay yeah i was like i'm i yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i hope that i hope that uh teases it enough for you to stay tuned
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay and then who would be your who would you actually hire to be your realtor
0: i you will be happy that i actually do pick heather as my actual realtor Um, a lot of what you just said, I do think that she's good at, I actually think that all, they all are pretty good at their jobs. Some are better than others maybe, but I think typically they're all pretty talented at actually being realtors and doing their job. Um, but I think that she's one of the best ones and I think she is really professional. I would say, um, I think Christine is really good. I think that especially at those like kind of like harder clients, but for me, I need someone I don't need someone that will be like tough with me and like haggle and stuff. I just want to feel like I will like the place they're showing to me and make me feel comfortable. And um I think she would be really good. I would I would pick her.
1: Good choice.
0: And she she because I feel like she has the confidence of Christine, but she's a little warmer.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I, I would I would like her to be my realtor.
1: Yeah. I don't think you could go wrong with, like, any of them except for Davina, really. She
0: doesn't even know what she's talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, But I went with Mary. Um, oh, okay. Good one. N- not to hate on Heather or anything, but there is a time during the show where Heather... Decide she can't go to a showing because of her boyfriend's (laughs) daughter's birthday party.
0: That is a good point. Yet,
1: Mary showed a house on the day of her wedding. And so just, that's the kind of dedication I need from a realtor if I'm going to be buying a million dollar mansion. Yes.
0: No, that is a great, great point. I considered Mary also... But I was kinda like, you know, Heather has to work for it more. Jason doesn't just throw her freebies all the time. But I think with either one, it's a win-win. And I actually do think that those two are probably two of the most professional ones in the office. I agree. At least according to the show.
1: All right. Um wanna give a brief rundown. Even if people have seen it, I always think it's fun to hear your take (laughs) on what the show is.
0: Um yeah definitely um i mean it's really it really is straightforward it's basically one of the apparently and we believe that this is true in real life i think that we've heard that it's true that they're one of the most this is one of the most in demand uh real estate agencies in la they sell um these million dollar mansions um and it's just following the realtors and all the drama in their lives basically
1: yep correct
0: yeah I would I would say everyone literally everyone described it because I had never even really heard of it until like in the last week and a half I swear but it's basically like HGTV because you get to see these beautiful crazy gigantic mansions and you get to see like how much they're selling for and what the uh, commission that the realtors are all going to make on them But then you also kind of get like a a Bravo housewives show combined with that.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the best of both worlds, in my opinion. I I'm glad you mentioned that they show the commission. I think that is very fascinating and um just really helps you understand like what how much money we're talking, you know? Yes.
0: Because literally one sale. Is it's a six figure deal for Income, just for the realtor? Usually. yeah. So it's like more mm-hmm. than a lot of people's annual salary, just if they sell yes. one house. Yes. So it's wild.
1: It is. It is amazing, and I also I love going to the parade of homes. I don't know if that's a thing outside of Utah, but it's like where you can like tour newly newly finished homes and they're like decorated really pretty and it's just really interesting and fun if you like that sort of thing and so that was another reason why I loved the show is seeing all of the homes was just really fun
0: Mm -hmm. especially because like it's it's interesting that as you watch more of the show the ones that it's like oh this one's only a two million dollar house like, it seems so homey compared to this mm-hmm. $40 million or $75 million <laughs> mansion with nine bedrooms, you know? So it's, like, it totally starts to skew my own perception, even just watching the show. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's really fun to see, like, how they have the pool set up and just everything. It's, yeah, it's really cool.
1: I feel like the last thing I'll say that's like non-spoilery is that the people on this show are people that you've definitely heard about if you like pay attention to pop culture at all Um, and kind of connecting those dots of like who these people are and who they're dating, who they're married to, who's divorced is just like, It's like a bunch of like light bulb moments happening. And so that part of watching this show was also extremely fun because I had heard about this show here and there, but I hadn't actually watched it until this week. And now it's just like, I feel like I have so much research and like backpedaling I have to do to like remember all the things I heard when the first season aired and like catch up on what's going on now.
0: Totally. And it's it was fun then watching it when it's like, OK, now I know this about their personal life. When is this going to show up in the show? Um, and I feel like some of the I don't feel like this is that common with reality shows, but this was one of the times when like the extracurricular research that you do on some of these people is like even more dramatic and crazy than what is in even in the show as a plot line. Like, there was just, there's so much that isn't even in the show yet, or maybe will never literally be in the show, but it's just like, oh my gosh, some of these backstories are crazy.
1: For example, Davina claiming she is 30 years old.
0: Yes. And, uh, did you see that yearbook picture that someone posted? Have you seen this? No. Okay. No. I forgot to send this to you. Um, someone... I mean I don't remember I I need to look at the tweet again but someone tweeted they were like I have this I don't know if they said it was their yearbook or they found the yearbook or something but it's like a college yearbook from 1998 and she's in the yearbook
1: college college. from 1998 so she was at least 18 holy crap I know how old would that make her now 48
0: uh (laughs) (laughs) If that seems a little old, right? I mean, I don't know if she looks that old. 38.
1: 38. Oh. I have my maths off. My maths off. Okay, 38. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I
0: just don't know why you would want... Um, and granted, I don't know. Is she the one claiming she's 30? Or is that, like... Like, who's feeding that out there? I feel like she must be the one doing that.
1: I actually don't know. But you... Because you Googled it, right?
0: That she, yeah, when I was looking for their ages, um, it, it always says that she's 30. But it doesn't really say, like, mm. a birthday or anything like that. Weird. So, yeah. Just one dramatic part of the
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> Very small part. That's not even in the show. Mm-mm.
0: But it's weird because, like, Other realtors there are very open about how old they are, and they're older than that. Like, Amanda's 43. I don't think she hides that fact. But she's like, I have a lot of other things to worry about. Why would I bother hiding my (laughs) age, you know? Yeah. And she also looks amazing. So, yes, she does. Well, should we dive into spoilers?
1: I think it's time.
0: I feel like where to even begin? um
1: it's hard when we because we since we watched all three seasons it's together it all kind of blends together totally so I know that this should be more of a focus on season three but it's hard not to include season one and two since this is a newfound love yes hate relationship <laughs> we also <laughs>
0: have we have been kind of we've been discussing it more together before recording this episode than we normally have in the past of other shows i think which is i think in this case is a really good thing because there is just so much can you imagine if we hadn't said one word about this to each other until like right no, now? no i
1: would have exploded would have
0: um but we haven't really discussed the season three finale i just watched that last night i just finished i actually watched like the majority of season three yesterday um mm-hmm. i guess i can start with maybe my feelings on heather um i what what really i didn't necessarily hate heather or anything she's definitely kind of in the middle rankings for me of how i would rank my favorites but i feel like i really liked that um a i loved showing the growth of her and amanda's relationship when they they were like kind of really the only direct drama that heather was involved in was when she was really offended when amanda gave her a suggestion about um if she and Targ ever broke up or whatever. And she was like way mm-hmm. pissed about that for like a really long time. And then when they worked together staging and selling this house, they were actually like a really great team. And I really liked seeing that. Cause I feel like that was honestly the first time that you ever see anyone let go of a grudge for the sake of their job. And it really paid off because they like worked really well. And then I think it opened the door for Heather to be pissed at um Christine and Davina when they were making fun of all of her tabloids (laughs) headlines Mm -hmm. because I was like they really are being rude like she's like sorry that she is enjoying dating like a mild celebrity you know um
1: which can we just say I hate how I hate that his name is Tarek I wish it was just Tarek
0: yeah, well, and I have I had no reference for who he was. His it's like Tarek El Moussa, right? I don't mm-hmm. know like where he's from or anything.
1: Um, he has not in HGTV. Oh, like like in his. Oh, life. like oh,
0: but he is. What is the show on HGTV that he's the host of?
1: I honestly can't remember. It's a but house thing. Him and his wife <laughs> were like a duo, and they got divorced. No, it's very public. And
0: they're still hosting that show together, right? Yeah, which is kind of weird. I guess yeah, it's,
1: I don't know that much about it. That's like, I, I, I was I very interested in it a while ago and forgot all about it until watching Selling Sunset. And I'm like, oh, this is that girl and connecting the dots. So
0: it's so crazy. Another thing is that people always, who are familiar with that show, always talk about how Heather looks exactly like his ex wife or something.
1: She does. It's very, so that crazy. is kind of
0: wild. Um, but yeah, so, um, I I was like kind of glad because I feel like Heather has kind of been almost demoted to be like one of Christine's posse over the last couple seasons, a mm-hmm. little bit. Like she kind of like, um, I don't know. I I almost wish that she, we like saw a little more of her out of her. And so yeah,
1: she was just in like Christine's shadow. Yeah, and
0: so I liked that she finally stood up to them. And she was like, when she was like, "You've this is like the fourth time you've made fun of me for that. I'm out of here." And I was like, "Whoa, ding." Yeah, it was amazing.
1: I was, like, clapping. I know. I
0: was, like, they really needed to hear that, actually. They can't just keep, like, stomping all over everybody. Um, Even though Christine is probably the person that I have the most mixed feelings on on the whole show. Because sometimes I love her. Truly a love-hate thing with her. Because sometimes I'm, like, you cannot say that. Um, I was really pissed when she and... Davina, especially because it's like I want to love Christine and I want to hate Davina. So then, when they were both cl- basically saying like Team Justin with Chriselle, well, not not in front of her, but like when they first heard about the Chriselle Justin Hartley divorce,
1: that's but also in front of her. Yes, but even her, at but the wedding,
0: Christine was like busy.
1: That's true. <laughs> I guess.
0: but when they were basically saying the same lines that like abusers say where it's like I don't believe that that man raped anyone
1: he's always been really yeah nice like to me. he's always been nice to me was so triggering oh and I was like I cannot believe you guys are saying this seriously
0: it really was like how about whatever happened to believe women you know
1: um mm-hmm. <laughs> but then- however I will say things are sketchy with her with Chriselle. And so I had a hard time with that because I was, but I am not, I'm like a complete outsider who truly only has like what's being shown to me where like they actually know her. And like, so I think for me, I feel like I do feel a little bit iffy on all of the details of what's happening with this divorce, but that's probably because I literally only have the information that's being given to me. And
0: you also hate Chrishell
1: and i also have always never liked krishell.
0: um my my take on you're right based on the evidence that we are given my take was like i believe i believe her when she says she feels blindsided but then i think even she was saying like i guess when i look back at that argument we had i you know like i'm sure that when she looks back on things it's like wow i totally misread that or something like that but i mm-hmm. personally believe that she did feel blindsided right then when he like texted her or whatever that he was going to file. Um, yeah. And so it was, I was like, Oh my gosh, like imagine you hear someone, you know, is getting divorced. And then the first reaction you have is like, well, you know, that guy's always been really nice to me.
1: <laughs> Especially someone that you work with and are supposed to be friends. Totally. With. That's what's yes. crazy. And so
0: I was definitely on the side of like when Mary is saying like, you know what? Right now. No. We're just going to support our French. This mm-hmm. is a small, tight group. Yes. And because I really respected Christine when Chriselle did finally come back to work and she was like, you don't even owe me an explanation or whatever. Like, like I felt she was really compassionate in that moment.
1: Yeah. And that's why I was so mad at her when like she was still saying things behind her like after. Yes. That. I'm like, well, that's not how you were acting to her face, but you act like that's that you're always honest to people's in their like to their face and behind their back. Totally,
0: especially when that is like her main critique of people, yeah, is that they're two faced. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like the biggest one of the biggest things watching this show because basically it's all centered around big dramatic arguments that happen at like public events and. Sometimes the people accuse people of being, they're like, well, I'm doing the mature thing and like, addressing this tension or whatever. And the other people are like, well, like, I, I thought I was being mature by trying to be tactful and, like, waiting for the correct moment to talk to Davina, that freaking idiot Romaine doesn't want her at the wedding or whatever (laughs) and she was like well I did the mature thing and told her myself even though it's not my wedding or whatever like it's just Mm -hmm. and it's just such a breakdown of communication where it's like I think maybe you need to all get on the same page of what is actually the mature way to handle something (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they're crazy
1: well and it's just like the whole thing is just like one big fat example of An extremely toxic work environment. Like, I just they A shouldn't in a work environment, you do not need to know any of those things that are like going on in their personal lives. No. Which I which I think is what is hard about like mixing this work and reality show um because most of the drama is coming from their personal lives.
0: Yes, because oh, my favorite, um, I didn't, I didn't dislike. Well, it's not that I disliked the drama. I know that's what this kind of show is. But a lot of it was like very, it like it made me feel anxious. Like there were sometimes I was like, I'm gonna have to come back to this episode in a little bit. Um, I need to go play Animal Crossing. <laughs> but then I really, the drama that was still like high intensity, but it was like when it was all centered on actually like a work thing, I was like really, really here for that kind of drama between people. Mm-hmm. Um, Like for, there are a lot of plot lines I want to come back to that they left us hanging. Like for example, Davina's $75 million house mansion. That is probably something with like a drug Lord, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that guy is, because yeah. he, he who is he and why is he so rich? Because <laughs> like I loved when Christine came in to help, and then Davina was like, "You're stepping on my toes," blah blah blah. I was like, Davina, Christine is actually good at this. Like, maybe let her do it. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, something. Well,
1: oh sorry, go ahead. Oh well, I'm not. I'm not trying to like jump the gun or anything, but um, they did post uh. Heather posted on Instagram um, a few of them were like on a boat yesterday I saw that and Heather posted celebrating so much good news exciting things in the future and I think that um Chrishell said like celebrating good news we can't tell you about so like I wouldn't even be surprised if like season four was dropped tomorrow uh, so hopefully we won't be hanging for very long. That would long, be so is amazing. what I'm trying to yeah. say.
0: Well, and you know what? Me and my roommate were talking about this yesterday because we watched the finale together and we were like, wouldn't it be so great if um, we kind of had like a quarantined version of the show? Because it's like, people are still buying houses right now. Like people yeah. are still having to move. They're having to sell pl- places. So it's like, that would be interesting to see kind of the real estate side of that with them trying to sell these million dollar mansions amid COVID, like that would be kind of interesting. Um mm-hmm. one other thought I was thinking about when you were talking about the toxic work environment, I was like, this the real estate, like this agency is already by nature, without all the personal life drama, it already is very it's so highly competitive because sometimes you're competing with your teammate. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes directly and sometimes it's just like, oh like I have a client that wants to buy that house and they're like, well my client wants to buy that house. Like you're always kind of out for number one already. And so it's like, wow, what a, it's just, it's very tough. Like that would be a very, I
1: couldn't really do that job. Oh, never. I, I, I mean, I <laughs> couldn't even spell a pencil if I
0: tried. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you do work in <laughs> advertising.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's all behind the scenes. That's not actually trying to sell. Anything. Yeah. You're not like
0: the sales person. Yeah. I would never feel comfortable yeah. in that industry at all. Um, I think especially because it's, like, I I enjoy working in an environment where it's, like, we are a team working towards a goal, whereas this one, it's, like, they are all, yes, they're all representing the Oppenheim group, but they are also selling themselves individually, and, like, they're working for that commission just for themselves. They don't all, like, collectively earn a commission that then is divided, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. So it
0: really, it makes for this group of highly competitive people, and so it's just, like, Things are just bubbling at the surface already. So it's very, it's very compelling to say the least.
1: It really, really is. And I mean, I know we've said this before, but like, I, neither of us are like, I, maybe I just need to stop saying this because I usually am not that big of a fan of reality television, but I really think it's just that I haven't given it that much time except for when there's like a lot of hype and then I do. But something about it, especially right now, is just like so um you just like you get to watch the show while you're like sitting at home with no plans. I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but um and you just get to be like wow. I'm so glad this is not my life right now and just kind of escape a little bit. I don't know. It's just like something about it is extremely it it, it does give you a little bit of anxiety, but it also gives you a lot of soothing feelings. I don't know. It it's hard cuz I feel like everything I'm saying is contradicting everything. It's very two-faced
0: of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Um no, I agree. To me it it felt like um like candy or something it was like oh well and a lot of the shows that we watch for the podcast are like heavy dramas mm-hmm. um and this one it was like oh it's kind of like the show that i have to watch is also like kind of the fun uh dessert show um and so that it was it was fun to totally switch it up um and it was—it's actually funny to remember a time before we watched this show. Feels like so long ago. We were so <laughs> different, but um, it was—we were kind of like, "Oh, there's already two other seasons. Like, do do you think it's possible to watch all three? And, uh, yeah, we <laughs> we while. breezed breezed through it. it. Well, it's something too, because something that I because it was a struggle for me at the very first few episodes. Um, I really think it. Um, it wasn't an instant love for me. It definitely took a second for me to get in the flow of the show. And I, I also think that season two helped that I think adding Amanza for some reason, it was like, because she kind of like throws a wrench in a lot of the established dynamics of this agency. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that was fun for me to watch. Um, um uh, Amanda's probably my second favorite. I was thinking about that today. I think she's probably my second favorite well, on the another,
1: show. Another part of Amanda that's fun to watch is that she it was like her first time selling a home. Like yeah. this was like her first experience where like of all a lot of the other girls were um very experienced in this field. And so it was fun to watch her and also fun to watch people like train her and like show her the ropes and yeah i really enjoyed amanda's plot Mm -hmm. storyline
0: yeah that's true we kind of we she totally evolves professionally and that is really fun to watch yeah um but yeah something that i said to taylor initially was like oh i just don't think that these kind of reality shows are for me i like and i still think this is true i i typically prefer the ones that are more of a competition based where there's like an elimination and That's the kind of goal they're working towards. But it was kind of like once I just kind of let myself settle into like, that's not what this kind of show is. You just kind of have to accept it and like kind of just like you're just in there with all these plots and like with let these characters just kind of be these characters. And um, once I finally let myself just kind of enjoy that, it was smooth sailing, you know?
1: Yeah. And I told Jordan, I said, Hey, it's kind of a competition based because it's like who can sell these homes the fastest and make the most yeah, money. Yeah, which
0: is is a good point. It's true. There is still a game to aspect to the show. Yeah. And I feel like it's fun too cuz the stakes kind of keep raising. It's kind of like how they start you out seeing these like under $10 million homes in the first season and then I feel like it just keeps going up and up and up um in mm-hmm. a way that feels natural to like what could really happen professionally for this agency and stuff so it's definitely yeah it is I feel like it was worth the hype I feel like the hype was all was spot on with like just like the ridiculousness and kind of the fun and like there were there were a lot of times when I was like holding my forehead just like what are you guys doing like stop it (laughs) but that was like part of the roller coaster ride for sure
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I I honestly I shouldn't be as shocked as I am but I am pretty shocked at how into it I was and am and um I just want to talk about it with literally everyone I have been talking about it with literally everyone I recommended it to my mom and she said is this are you actually recommending this to me, or is this another one of those shows where you recommend it to me and I start watching it and I realize how bad it is? <laughs> and I chose not to be offended by that <laughs> and say no, it's a genuinely a show that you would love. Um, and yeah, I've just been preaching the good word of Selling Sunset, and. Oh, Op- I have open DMs. Would love to chat with anyone about it. I just feel like it's all I've been talking about, and I feel annoying, but I just can't stop.
0: It's a, it's just, um, it's a lifestyle. You know.
1: Yeah, it is, and I'm in it. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I feel like this show, because like I feel like the other biggest Netflix reality hit has been Love Is Blind, and this is way better than Love Is Blind.
1: So much better. Like, we liked Love is Blind, but, Mm -hmm. like, thinking of how this is just, like, to another level. Well,
0: I feel like Love is Blind eventually started to feel like work kind of in the middle. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. how many more episodes are there? And this one, it's like, oh, I'm already on episode seven. What? Like, where did the time go?
1: Which, it is kind of crazy because, so season one of Selling Sunset came out in March of 2019.
0: That's how long ago?
1: Yeah, let Whoa. me double check, but I'm pretty sure.
0: I no, I think you're right. I just like it's also just so weird that we never heard about it.
1: Yeah, I had like heard about it, but not that many people, like not from very many people. Yeah, March 2019 was season 1. And then season 2 was May 2020. And then season 3 <laughs> was August 2020. So it's like a very weird span of time which I think is shown in the show just how weird of a span of time it is because season two and three basically could be one season, but between season one and season two, it's like, Whoa, where have you been for the last year? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it is, I am curious about that timing and would like to know more about that, but Yeah. It definitely, it's surprising that it took this long for it to become this big, because I think it, I, I really liked season three, but I think it was just as good in season one and two.
0: Yeah. Um. I feel like, yeah, like the tone is all the same. It's not like it. they suddenly got a higher budget, it like looks uniform. Yeah. Um, they still have those wacky Netflix, like stock songs.
1: Oh my gosh! Um, I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet.
0: Yeah, I feel like they hit a really a new high. Um, (laughs) for me, because it was like this watching the songs on this show, I was like, it was part of the fun was trying to guess which artist they were trying to imitate for free Mm -hmm. or whatever low low price they paid for the music. Um, uh, we both said that a lot of them were definitely supposed to be Demi Lovato. I feel like a lot of yeah. them also Jesse J.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Um yeah. Um the first few episodes I actually wasn't paying that close attention and I was like, is that a Demi Lovato song that I like don't know? But then I never looked it up or anything. And then I started paying attention and realized that it was the same situation as Love is Blind <laughs> as far as the music. But yeah, then it just became a fun a fun thing to we would text Jordan and I would text each other like who can text each other the craziest lyrics that (laughs) are being played so I highly recommend watching with subtitles because it's great yes highly highly recommend it just adds another level of amazingness
0: yeah it's yeah it's so much fun
1: who's your crush of the week
0: this is actually really hard. For it really me. is. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I. I'm glad to hear you had a hard time too, because I'm like I could pick one of the the realtors, but again, as I do, I love them. I don't love Davina, but I pretty much I've I love everyone else at least once in the show. Do I love them enough to pick them as my crush? Um, but also, it's like okay, I would never choose Romaine as my crush i i it this is it's i feel weird about it but i think i might be choosing jason oppenheim
1: <gasps> okay i was actually thinking of choosing him but i was like i feel like jordan would judge me so well hard.
0: um i'm sorry that i made you feel like that but no
1: it's it's fine <laughs> but do you agree with me that in the end it was like actually jason like He's like a kind of like a good dude who like cares about his employees.
0: I think that in his core, yes, I don't think that he's bad. I think that he and Brett have creepy vibes, a little bit, and <laughs> that times they are annoying. But there were times that it's like even I love I love them more than I love Davina, you know? Yeah, um, and Romaine. Romaine's my second least favorite, <laughs> just because he's <laughs> stupid, um, and boring. Um, the two very offensive traits to me, (laughs) but um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I um, I was team Jason a couple times. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, they so these are these identical twin brothers who own the agency. If you weren't clear on that, if you made it this far, (laughs) having never watched it, that's just who they are. Um, there's these like tiny. Twin brothers.
1: They have to be four feet tall. They yeah, have Google to be. says five six. <laughs> There's no which way. Which
0: is one to- inch taller than me. Um, but I mean, the thing is that all the all the women wear very tall heels every day. That's true. Like, like four to five inches inch heels. And if they're already a little bit tall, they are going to be towering over these guys. There's a lot of photos I one thing I respect about the twins is that they don't wear lifts, clearly, the whole uh, the whole show. Mm-hmm. Like you'd think that they would maybe be a little more self conscious about
1: it, but No, they have money. They don't need anything yeah, else. Yeah, it's true. And they're hot. They actually hot are hot.
0: They just it's like their personalities aren't always great. And so it's kinda like, ugh. But they actually are attractive. I think I I'm more attracted to them than I am to Mary's uh husband, Romaine. Yeah. Personally, even though they always talk about how hot he is, but I actually think that the twins are better looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I liked when he was comforting Mary that one time. Um, even and, and they were all like so rude. They're like, "Wow, gross!" And I was like, "Actually, she's really upset." <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked when they were defending, Chriselle, to Davina. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. Think- There's a lot of times they could get more wrapped up in the drama, and they don't. They, yeah, they they don't. don't get it. As far as we can tell, they don't really get involved. Um, um, I actually I was team Jason when he's arguing with Davina about the price of that mansion. I was like, you are being dumb and stubborn, Davina. Like, you guys <laughs> should take the price down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jason is your twin of choice, also.
1: Oh yeah. Brett is only shown like one time.
0: I know he's silent and kind he's that by nature makes him a little creepier than Jason. I think
1: there was a time where I like forgot they were twins and they were both <laughs> in the house, and one of them was wearing Brett was wearing like a puffy jacket and they kept panning back to him over in the kitchen. And I was like, how come Jason keeps taking on and off that <laughs> jacket? And then I remembered that there was another one.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, they're some of the most identical twins I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um,
0: Brett also has that weird relationship with Heather sometimes that I was like, mm, "This is weird. You guys are being weird." Like they're kind of like really flirty and like talk about like what if we'd ever dated and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, okay. that's
1: true. I think I honestly was watching that thinking it was Jason. So
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of more of a Jason conversation to have, but yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so funny. I'm I'm oddly proud of us.
1: <laughs> um. I was going to say that my crush is, at the end of season three, I'm going to say my crush is Christine, just because, wow, that girl knows how to plan a party, and I don't think I would ever have parties that were like hers, but like the level of iconicness that come from her parties is a level I aspire to have at least one party like that in my life yeah
0: you have to for everything that christine is um you have to respect her parties and yeah that black wedding dress turned out so epic
1: it was so beautiful i was like
0: wow wow that's even better than i could have imagined
1: mm-hmm. so yeah and just every single day was a new look and it was a look yeah and it was really fun seeing it was
0: her i you have to respect someone who sticks to an ensemble like that like she does
1: yeah it was just like that part became part of the fun of the show was like okay it's a new day let's see what christine is wearing mm-hmm. and her hair was amazing um especially if she was doing that herself i doubt it but i am curious
0: i would like to know that we we were talking about that too like does she have a glam squad
1: yeah. I feel like and well, is who knows. did she have one before the Netflix or like is it provided by Netflix?
0: Yeah, like does everyone else? The other else ones kind of one?
1: seemed like they were like dressing themselves. Yeah. So, cuz the
0: other ones are all very well um very well done up, except for Davina. Yes. But um yep. but in that way that you would kind of expect that out of a realtor selling million dollar mansions.
1: Yeah. Like you could tell the difference between like Mary on, like, an average day, like, selling a house versus Mary and her, um, she looked like kind of a different person when she was doing her, like, interviews. Yes. She had so much more makeup on and kind of looked like a different person. I thought she looked prettier
0: without all the makeup.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, but so that kind of made me think that when they were filming day to day, they were kind of doing their own looks. So, I don't know. Yeah,
0: no, that's some good sleuthing. I think that's a I think that that feels accurate to me. Um, yeah. Another thing about Christine is that her style game—I mean, she was always she was always herself. Clearly, like had her very distinct style in season one too. But then in season two, once she's engaged to what's his name,
1: once you, you know got what? I actually kind
0: of wished. Man. I actually kind of wished I'd picked him as my crush. I actually really liked him.
1: Me too, actually. Um, he was like really down to earth, which is hilarious. Shocking. yeah
0: um when when she shows him that crazy mansion and they're just like goofing around and stuff i was like loving them i really like their relationship a lot
1: if selling sunset for some reason ever gets canceled please at least have a spinoff with the two of them
0: i would love that but um so he is so rich maybe i feel like because like that's when she got even crazier ponytails and stuff i wonder Mm -hmm. if part of Maybe with him, she can afford her own glam squad now
1: Yeah, and power
0: to her because, yeah, she crushes it.
1: And sorry, Davina, your braids will never be even close to the braids that Christine can pull off. No,
0: I feel like Davina is trying to force a type of style that is not her natural style, in my opinion.
1: Slash isn't a style at all. It's not a style to wear two French braids on your head and a lame plain purple sweater like that's that, not a style well, she wore that
0: sweater like a big chunky sweater with like leather so pants so
1: mean I cannot believe I'm saying this stuff and going to be publishing it but that's the beauty of reality tv well also oh go well, ahead
0: I was gonna say the one time that I was like okay yes you're dressing to something that looks good on you is when she was just wearing like a jumpsuit yeah, like I agree that, that matches what i would feel like is a good personal style for you but then she just tries with these like weird sometimes it's a sequin sometimes it's like velvet a lot like a velvet yeah it mini all desk. just seemed
1: extremely like um really outdated and like just her trying to be other people exactly um last thing about like roasting these people Chloe Feynman today released uh, an impression of Chrishell <laughs> and Chriselle even commented on it and it was like oh my gosh please roast me I'm like so honored and so that kind of makes me not feel as bad <laughs> I mean we're no Chloe Feynman but
0: <laughs> well is it so funny that she calls Justin Jason
1: it's amazing so did you see her comment yeah, of yeah she's like I don't say Justin because Justin is dead to me so
0: funny <laughs> hashtag dead
1: <sighs> well I, lo- I hate slash love them all you know exactly
0: that's that's and why the show is good is that even the people that I get so mad at on the show there are times when I love them yeah and it's that's that's a complexity that you don't expect you know
1: it's hard to even explain but if you've watched Selling Sunset you know yep 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 um well thank you for having this conversation with me I know I'm just glad we have some sort of outlet for these kinds of things (laughs) I don't know what I would have done if I didn't
0: (laughs) I know it it well it's fun that we make it feel like it's homework that we have to like watch this show and analyze these characters and stuff Mm -hmm. I love it um
1: yeah I probably would have like my Twitter account probably would have turned into like a selling sunset fan account <laughs> if I didn't have this podcast. So yeah, it's
0: like standing sunset or something.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, so yeah, if you have <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you listened all the way through this, hey, <laughs> wow that you're amazing and we love you. Um, if we ever make a T-shirt,
0: you get a free one.
1: <laughs> yes, for it's sure. Like-
0: that might not happen ever but
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe never say never and um if you have watched it please talk to us about it we're dying to talk about it for hours and hours Mm -hmm, clearly clearly. can't wait to see if when and if i mean it's not if it's when season four comes out and um yeah I will not be buying a million dollar house probably ever, but it's fun to pretend.
0: Um, I feel like the houses are so outlandish that it doesn't feel like depressing because it's just like, these are so crazy that I would never afford this anyway.
1: So just, yeah, like fun. you can tell yourself, like, I would never even want to live in that. Yeah,
0: ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said it best when you called it. it as just an escape. It really is.
1: So thank you for listening and goodbye.